edition of one wrestlecast radio i am ryan cook sitting in here with you today shorter show here but i wanted to get some content up for all of our listeners here this week it's been another another time consuming one so we're still trying to pump it out we missed our japan edition last week we promised we were going to give you so i wanted to come out and just kind of go out past japan go a little all japan here and i want to just give a quick rundown of not only the Royal Road tournament, the Odo tournament that just took place from the 14th to the 23rd here, but just kind of my general thoughts and consensus on the state of All Japan Pro Wrestling coming into our quarter number four here of 2019. It's it's been a it's been an interesting run with what they've been doing. Uh, you know, we we talk a lot about how much we think All Japan is extremely underrated, and they have a lot of really good talent. And a lot of good young talent. 
and they're just that one that one shot in the arm away from being something special. And I agree with every bit of those, those, the fragments that we've said of those things. But every time we, we, we get that hype up behind them, there just seems to be something that stalls and it, and it's frustrating because of the talent, because of the names that they have. And they have some, some really effective people there, but they just, you know what I mean? Like they just can't seem to, to establish the next guy. And I, and I know that th- that's, that's not what you want to do. And I know people are going, you're not establishing the next guy. You have Kento Miyahara, Kento Miyahara, arguably the wrestler of 2019. The guy puts on, you know, clinic after clinic. He's having a 2017 Koz- uh, Kazuchika Okada title run here. You know, in, in everything he touches turns to gold. And I agree with that sentiment wholeheartedly. Kento Miyahara might be my favorite wrestler in the world right now. I mean, I, I, the intensity he has, the offense, the, his closing stretches, his sequences. I mean, you'd be hard-pressed to find. I mean, it's it's like a Kenny Omega on crack with, with his closing stretches, but I think they're more compelling. And his character work, the way he can go from heel to, or face to heel, is much like Kazuchika Okada did when, you know, depending what city he's in, if he's in Osaka or Nagoya or, you know, they're in Tokyo or Sendai or Beppu, you know, it doesn't matter. If the crowd's behind Evil or Sonata, he's going to start working heel. If the crowd's behind him instead of Minoru Suzuki, he's going to work baby. Like, that's what Kento Miyahara can do. And Kento Miyahara is at a state now in his career where he goes into these matches and he knows that he needs to elevate these next guys with him and bring them along with to to turn all Japan back into the glory days that it used to be when it was the top promotion. You know, that was guys like Muda left New Japan to go there. You know, people, Kojima, it, it's kind of a thing where, where you know, now it's now they're, they're falling behind. And I mean, frankly, they're probably behind DDT, Dragon Gate. I mean, do you call them number four? I think them and Big Japan got to be right there. Noah has tried and tried with the way that they have redone uh, Kaido Kiyomiya and gave him that the, the tribute with the green and the white to Misawa and, and the throwback look. But, you know, the way that their things are going with, with their show coming up here in, in, I think it's the beginning of November, the next big one, I wouldn't be surprised if the man I'm wearing a T-shirt of right now, Kano, beats him for the title back because he's just not he's just not clicking with fans. And that's kind of what we're seeing with a guy that, that this company in all Japan is really trying to push and, you know, not to let the cat out of the bag here, but the guy that won Royal Road 2019, instead of going with the, the you know, Suwama's a two-time winner, uh, Junakiyama's won it, Go Shizaki's won it, Akabono's won it, Kento Miyahara obviously has won it. You know, so usually they take a established person in the, you know, because it's only been since 27, or 20, excuse me, 2013 is when this thing started. So this is only the seventh one, but it's been six established guys winning every time. They haven't used it as that step up for the next guy. Um, this year, Jake Lee wins the tournament. And everybody has just been hammering at Jake Lee to to grab that damn brass ring and be the next star. And he he gets opportunity after opportunity and he gets right there where you're like, all right, he's finally coming out. And then it just falls flat. And, you know, his match with Miyahara in the champion carnival final. I mean, you could, you could say that that was four and a half, four and three quarter, five star. I wouldn't argue with anybody's rating on that. It was incredible. 
his match with Naoya Nomura in that play play in the night before uh, at Corkin was tremendous. It made Nomura as big of a star as they want Jake Lee to be. You know, Lee's gotten some good scalps in this tournament. He beat, you know, we, we, we go to the semifinals. He beat Shuji Ishikawa in nine minutes and 16 seconds via stoppage, which was kind of weird because I know Jake Lee's a big dude, but he shouldn't be head-kicking Ishikawa and causing a stoppage. Like, I just, I don't know if I agree with that. And Ishikawa worked really hard in that match. And I can, you know, you know it was done to make Jake Lee look like a big deal going into the final after we saw Miyahara um, with that roll-up uh, beat, beat Zeus 11.05 in the other semifinal of that show. Same show. I mean, these were all, you know, the, the semis and the final were done together. Uh, they were at the uh, Nagoya Conference Room, which, which to be fair, too, they drew over a 1,000 people, which usually the only time they're hitting four figures is at Korkin or somewhere in Tokyo. So that is an impressive final. Maybe it helps that they did have Ishikawa, Miyahara, and Zeus on the bill for the final four. But they didn't go the route of giving us Miyahara, Ishikawa in the final with a Miyahara victory. They gave it to Jake Lee. Lee had a really good match with Ishikawa and a really good match with Kento Miyahara. But it just, you know, 40-plus-year-old Shuji Ishikawa should not be the guy that needs to work harder to make Jake Lee get to that next step. Ishikawa in that final couple minutes, now mind you, like I said, it was a short match, but Ishikawa worked hard. And that's a guy I don't need working hard. I want him being a bruising, you know, no pun intended, violent giant here in all Japan. And he he was doing some violent, you know, he was hitting some knees. He, he had a couple power bombs. I mean, he was working Jake Lee hard, but he gave him that momentum and kept pulling him up and bringing him into that next step. And whether that was the design way to do it or not, Jake Lee just kind of was there and he was just in a match. And he he gets the victory. And Miyahara and Zeus, you know, they put on the greatest hits, kind of like Okada and Tanahashi at um, at the G1 in Dallas. But it was it was great because it was 100 miles an hour, 11-minute match, a nice finish that keeps Zeus looking strong, too, with, with going into his tag title match with Ryoji Sai against Yoshitatsu and Joel Redmond. So that was really well done. But then Miyahara and Jake Lee, it's a, it's, it was a second away from a 24-minute match. It was 23-59. Jake Lee beats him with a side suplex to get the victory out of nowhere. But Kento Miyahara is working two to three times faster than Jake Lee in this closing stretch. And the match started kind of a... I mean, it was it was okay, but it wasn't anything special. It was a, it was a simple... They brawled on the floor a little bit. They, get, they did some submissions a little bit, blah, 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 blah. But then suddenly Miyahara, 12, 13 minutes in, just takes it to the next level. And it's he's he's given Jake Lee, come with me, man, come with me, man. And he's flying around the ring, throwing blackout knees and suplexes and kicks to the face. And he's trying to get strike exchanges. And Jake Lee's just kind of there. And he's throwing attacks back. And he's throwing kicks back at Miyahara. And he's he's throwing the forearms. And you know they had they had a, they've had nice exchanges. But once again, Jake Lee's just kind of there. He's just kind of a guy who's there, and he's not doing a lot. And and Miyahara's facials and he's working the crowd and finally Jake Lee decides to start pounding the mat and firing himself back up and he did this at the end with Ishikawa too but it's like there's two minutes left and you're now showing this fire and I just don't know if they truly understand that Jake Lee might not be the guy 
and it sucks because I look, I, I'm I'm kind of dogging him right now, but I like Jake Lee. I mean, you know, me and Alex talk uh, to you guys, and Alex goes, look, Jake Lee's not the guy, and I go, I know, but maybe he still can be, and I try to salvage it, and I admit that, and I'm probably, I shouldn't say probably, you know, we'll find out October 24th at Corkin, I might be wrong. Because Jake Lee now gets a title shot against Kento Miyahara at Corkin. Once again, it's October 24th. If he falls flat in this title defense and just goes away as a guy who that, you know, Kento Miyahara put away once again, you got to move on. I'm sorry. It's time to just go to the next level. And we all know the guy that's in the next level spot is Naoya Nomura. Uh, September 3rd, Miyahara and Nomura might have had the match of the year. It was incredible. I've seen people go four and a half. I've seen four and four and three quarters. I think Meltzer went four and three quarters. I went the full five. I do think this was better than their match that they did at Corican on March nineteenth. You know, some people are going to think other ways, but it's fine. I mean, this was a really good match. They did everything so perfect in this match, and and I want to wait to talk about it until I can chat with Alex because I really want to get his take because he's he's in with me on this no more train, and I don't know. Like I said, Jake Lee's got new gear. But he still comes out. He's got his, you know, his music, and he's coming out, and he just doesn't make any facial expressions, and he just kind of aimlessly stares, and he's just walks to the ring, and I don't know, like he looks like a guy who just doesn't know who he is yet. And then after the match, they slide him a microphone, and he just kind of sit in the ring, and then he finally decides to talk a little bit about his win. Koji Iwamoto, his partner on Sweeper comes out and he almost seemed like he had more fire than Jake Lee. And I, and I don't know. I, I want him to succeed. They need him to succeed. He's got size. He's got, he's got some talent in him. He's got a good offense, but the guy just, he just can't, he's got, he's got like, God, man, this is terrible. He's got the charisma of, a, I, I said in our group chat, he's got the charisma of a towel. Like, He's he's Yoshihashi as a better wrestler without a stupid staff too. Like that's that's the main difference. And, and the other thing is I like Jake Lee and I don't like Yoshihashi. Like I could I could give or take Yoshihashi. And most people at this point could give or take Jake Lee, but I'm still fighting on that side going, "Man, he's he's got it. He something's going to be there." So I don't know. We'll see how it goes here. Let's uh, let's run down through this first round here. Uh, Kento Miyahara defeats Joe Doring. Uh, Jiro Eikeman Kuroshio, who was a pleasant surprise in this tournament, defeats Yoshitatsu. Uh, we then see in the next section, Naoya Nomura defeats Sam Adonis, and then Zeus defeats Dylan James. We then see Jake Lee defeats Suwama. Another big victory for Jake Lee on this train here. Um, 22-42, longest match of the first round as well. And then Kai defeats Yuma Aoyagi. And then in the last four, we see Taishi Takazawa coming in from 2AW, uh, defeating Gianni Violetta. And then Shuji Ishikawa defeats Ryoji Sai in the first round. Second round had some fun. Ketsumi Haro and Aikaman Kuroshio was fantastic. Uh, really recommend watching that one. Also, Zeus and Neo Nomura was very good. That might have been the best, like, doubleheader of the tournament. You couldn't ask for a better four guys. I would have loved it if those four were the finalists, and we got another Miyahara-Long Zeus match, or a Miyahara I commit in the finals. That's just a personal sake. I know why they did what they did. Um, 
And then in the other half of the second round, we saw Jake Lee defeat Kai, and Shuji Ishikawa defeats Taishi Takazawa. So it was a pretty simple tournament, but it was effectively done in a way that I think got enough people over. And they gave they gave look, they gave Jake Lee all the momentum he needs. They gave him all the scalps he needed to, to take. You know, he got all, I mean, he beat Kento Miyahara. I mean, what more do you want? He has to show up in this match with Miyahara in Corkin. He's got a month to get it together, because I'm telling you, if this falls flat, man, if this isn't if they can't if they can't recreate the champion carnival final, then it's time to just move Jake Lee to a secondary title. Move him to, I mean, move him to the tags, get him in there. You know, I, I don't care if you want to use Iwamoto as a partner, um, whatever. doesn't matter to me. Just get him out of the, get him out of that picture, get him back in there and let's just move on and let's, let's have Miyahara get Naoya Nomura, who I think, by the way, Naoya Nomura looks so good on nine, three in that match that there is no reason that you could not sit there and give him another title match at the end of the year, or what would be perfect in my opinion, uh, in the, in the likelihood that we're in Tokyo again for wrestle kingdom at that one, three show at, at Cork and hall during the, you know, the two new Year's shows that they do when, when Miyahara defends the title, have the switch then have AOI or, uh, uh no more beat him. Why not? If you want to do it, there's there's your time. You can make a new star. You'll get over 1,600 fans at Corican because of all the people that are coming in from outside of Tokyo, all the people from overseas. I think that's your play. I think that's your play. Um, also on the uh, the Royal Road Final, um, the the Odo Tournament Night 6 on September 23rd, decent undercard. Um, I'll kind of just run through real fast the other matches. We saw Junakiyama Utamaro at Sushi Maruyama and Takeya Shibayami defeats Takeo Omori, Blackman Sore, Akira Francesco, and Hokuto Omori. Uh, Akira looks like a nice little young young prospect for that very depleted junior division. But, you know, nice fun, little comedy, but, it, you know, was what it was. Uh, Udamaro looks like he wants to try to challenge Yoshitatsu for the Gayora TV title. Um, I mean, and Omori and Omori's fun. Takeo Omori is always cool. Junaki Yamazakiyama. So we then saw Evolution members uh, Hikaru Sato and Yusuke Okada defeat Koji Iwamoto. Koji Iwamoto. Holy crap! And Dan Samura. This was a really good match. Uh, Sato and Okada are looking really good. We saw them win the uh, Junior Battle Glory Tag Tournament when they defeated the the duo from Dragon Gate. Uh, Koji Iwamoto, I was surprised um, they threw him with it with the young gun uh, with the young boy Dan Tamura, but Tamura's looking okay. He's getting better. Uh, Okada gets him with a diving head, but so out of out of the three young Japan, uh, young lions, young boys in all Japan, Dan Tamura's starting to get there. He's the one you'll see with the orange hair. That's always out ringside. Uh, Land's End, uh, Ryoji Sai, So Daimonji, and Kiyosuke Ikaho defeated Yoshitatsu, Yuma, and Atsushi Aoyagi. Nice and simple, three-star special. Was fun, though, but like I said, Yoshitatsu 
does make the challenge against Ryoji Science Zeus. Sanjol Redmond will be his tag partner. That also will be on that October 24th show at Corican Hall. So a lot of good stuff on October 24th of that show. Um, and then also, what I thought was my favorite, favorite, favorite match of the night, and I should point this out too on the 24th, um, on top of that, that Zeus and Sai Redmond Yoshitatsu tag title match, Mia Harley. They're going to do a nice four way. Uh, Shuji Shikawa and Suwama, the Violent Giants, are going to tag with Naoya Nomura and the muscle legend Daisuke Sakamoto to take on Dylan James, Tajiri, Yuma Aoyagi, and Kai. So that should be another hell of a fun match. But this one here, we kind of get the guys from the tournament. Suwama Kai, Jiro Aikaman Kuroshio, and Taishi Takazawa defeat the team of Joe Doring, Dylan James, Naoya Nomura, and Sam Adonis. Um, Nomura had a lot of fun spots with Eichemann. It really makes me want to see something happen with them. Obviously, Kai always looks good. Suwama's always really fun, too. Uh, guy that, that we've been praising, Sam Adonis is in the ring with Suwama at the end, which is really fun. He tries to get Suwama to do his sexy boy dance. Suwama's confused. He's trying to show him how to do it. Suwama just grabs him and hits a backdrop driver and pins him. I really enjoyed it. Eichmann slides over and puts his arm around Suwama to celebrate. Suwama's pissed, gets up and starts kicking his own partner, Jiro Kuroshio. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Eichmann's outside the ring. Kai's, like, laughing, trying to calm him down. Sam Adonis gets up pissed now at this point. And he's yelling at Suwama, man. Come on, you can't do that. That's not fair. I wasn't ready. <laughs> uh, then we see Eichmann come in the ring trying to sort things out. And he's like, you, what about you? You're a sexy boy. So he starts doing his dance, and Eichmann starts doing the dance, too, with him. And then he shakes Eichmann's hand, and then Adonis looks at Suwama and gives him the middle finger and walks out of the ring. And Suwama breaks character and starts laughing, because I, I don't think he wanted to laugh or was going to laugh at that. Um, cool little exchange. Once again, Sam Adonis getting another rub. We saw uh, during one of the semifinals, he had that awesome, awesome... Uh, end of match sequence with uh, Ketsu Miyahara where Miyahara is doing the dance and Miyahara is running around and nice little finish there. I think it was the 922 show. But it was, I mean, it was a fun little tournament. It it was poised to hit a high spot that it just didn't get to. And I think it's because in the Goya in the final, Jake Lee just didn't, he just didn't deliver where I needed him to. And like I said, it's it's frustrating because we know what he can do. We know how talented he is. But I just don't know if he's ever going to get there. Um, I think Nomura is the guy. I really think he is. I think you got to take Naomi Nomura and just, just push him to the moon throughout the rest of this year. Let Miyahara keep keep going through everybody. And, and that's the one thing a lot of people like Alex mentioned to me. Jake Lee's going to win this title. <laughs> and I know people are going to cringe if Miyahara loses to Jake Lee. And I'm going to say this. Kenzo Miyahara does not need any sort of protection. He could lose and it would do nothing to him. This would make Jake Lee have an opportunity to be a star. But I don't know if Jake Lee can take that and go with it. And that's what frightens me. That's that's what ultimately terrifies me with the situation. So let's see what happens here. Let's let's see if they can recreate and they can take Jake Lee to that next level because they, they you know they they re geared him up 
They did, and that's the one thing too. A lot of people are talking about. Well, if you're gonna make Nomura a star, he, you know, he looks terrible. Like, yeah, he looks like he's had the same wrestling gear since he was training. Nomura needs a nice little freshen up look. I, I don't disagree with that. But you can do that and make it work. Kaido Kiyomiya just looked like some guy in green trunks. He looked like a trainee who got pushed. At least the new regime changed him up and redid it, you know, and, and tried to make him. He's got the fur, the, the feathery robe, and, you know, now Kaido Kiyomiya looks like he should be the GHC champion. He's not just a guy coming out like, yeah, Gabby J. So... You can do that if you really need to with, with Nomura. They try it with Jake Lee here, but I don't know, man. He just he just doesn't have I like I don't I know it's not about the charisma. I, like I know it's not the talking points and you know this isn't the WWE where you have to have all the pop pop and circumstance to get to the next level type thing. You don't necessarily need that, but when you watch Kento Miyahara come to the ring, that guy is not done celebrating and taunting and, and doing facials and, and just hyping everybody up and you know until his music ends. He looks like a world champion. If they put the strap on Jake Lee and he comes out just not even smiling, but just dumb-faced and just kind of dolts to the ring and then gets in the ring and does the creator wrestler taunt one where he puts his hand in the air with the number one and just backs himself into a corner to wait for his opponent. He's not going to draw. And this company is not in a situation where they can afford to not draw. They need to make sure that they can stay ahead. And they got to do it. They got to do it with, with Kento Miyahara if they have to then. That's, that's the only way to do it. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see where they go. Once again, like I said, the the show in Nagoya drew 1,005. It cracked 4,000, which is really good. Um, they had ran in Osaka the night before in the uh, the number two, the smaller Aiden building. Not not the big one. Um, and, they, they you know, obviously they were smart. They had Zeus main event. It's his hometown. They drew 563 at that, so a respectable number. They, they ran Shinkiba first ring. For night four of the tournament, drew 370. Um, the third night of the show, they went to... You know, look, and, and once again, like I said, if they're in, you know, if they're in Tokyo, it's different. They, they drew 1306 at Korokin. You know, they can draw in, in Korokin. Night two, they ran in Sendai at the Yumi Mese Miyagi West Building Hall. They drew 302 fans. And then even the open night of the tournament at the in the Sanjo City uh, gym, they, were, they drew 595. So, and that was in Nagata. So... When they're not in Tokyo, this company doesn't necessarily draw. But I tell you what, man, you run Cork and you book it correctly. You know, the, the Mihara and Omura match on, on September 3rd that was at Cork and it drew 13-13. You got an opportunity at Cork on the 24th of October to try to make this happen. But I just, I don't know. I don't know if Jake Lee wants to get there. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's very interesting. Um, like I said, we're, we're just kind of running a little bit of a shorter show here. Uh, I, I want to come on and talk some of the stardom grand prix with everybody too. Uh, maybe I'll try to kind of make little half hour, hour shows myself when I'm just kind of hanging out at night, watching some of this stuff. Um, also I do want to get into uh gate of origin from dragon gate, which, which had a, a nice little fun show. 
but Stardom. I mean, if you guys haven't haven't checked out Stardom yet, this Grand Prix has been fun. Uh, I mean, you look at the first night of the show. Night one, I had a four and a half star match. Uh, Kagetsu and Konami, uh, Hazuki and Momo Watanabe. I went four and a quarter. Jungle Kiona and Yutami Hayashi Shida. I went three and three quarters. Arisa Hoshiki and Jamie Hader. I went four. I mean. These these blocks have been good. Mayo Iwatani, Saki Kashima with three and a half. So a lot of good stuff night one. Um, you know, and even just kind of quickly looking at night two here. Arisha Hoshiki and Yutami Hayashi Shida in the main event. I went four and a quarter. Konami B. Priestley, I went three and three quarters. Hazuki and Tam Nakano with three and a half. Iwatani and Azumi, three and a half. Kagetsu and Natsuko Tora with three and a quarter. Andros Miyagi, Jamie Hayter, I went three and a half. Hanakamura and Natsu Samira went three and a quarter. I mean, everything has been good in these these tournaments. They are they are really, really working hard here to have a fun show. Um night three is a day and nighter. I got a couple left in that, but even even they, they ran a, a day three the day or a night three of the day show. Um they ran I went four stars on on a, a random a random six-man they just ran. It was a Wano tie. Kagetsu, Natsu, Sumiri, and Jamie Hayter defeated uh, Queen's Quest members B. Priestley, Utami, Hayashi, Shida, and Leo Onozaki. It was a fun little match. I mean, they, they they work hard. Azumi and Hazuka went three and a half. It was really good. So I'm going to try to put together a progressive list of stardom. And maybe, I think there's, I think it's 12 shows is the tournament. Don't Don't quote me on that. Um, you know, I could actually look right now and get you an exact here of how many, how many of these stardom shows they, they ran for this tournament. Uh, let me, let me, let me pull up stardom world real fast here. Um, pull up 2019 top list here. So let's see, we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. uh, looks like 11, 12, yeah, 12 shows. So not, not a hard watch whatsoever. Um, I'm almost halfway done with the tournament. Maybe once I finish night six, I'll come back and drop a kind of midway point of the tournament standings. And I know the tournament wrapped up last Friday, so I want to try to get it out quicker than quicker than not. But you know, maybe the next couple of days I'll get I'll get the last half wrapped up here and come on and, and talk a big Grand Prix show with you guys. But once again, I just wanted to I just wanted to kind of jump in and and just just touch base here. Also, you know, maybe we'll talk some Dragon Gate. The Stormgate from 9-11 was really good. Susumu, Yokosuka, Yosuke, Santa Maria, four and a quarter match, which was really fun. A lot of basic, but, you know, Dragon Gate's working really hard too. So a lot of good wrestling, a lot of stuff to talk about. I'm rambling here at this point, but I wanted to just get you some kind of content here for WrestleCast. We will be back here talking some of the big stuff. I got a lot of New Japan opinions from this uh, Destruction Tour. King of Pro Wrestling looks to be a fantastic show. On paper, this could be one of the best ones of the year. We have the big TV thing next week, man. Every day we got wrestling, AEW and NXT. A lot of good stuff to talk about. So we will be back soon, I promise you guys. I just wanted to get you some quick content out. So hope you enjoyed that Royal Road uh, 7th Edition review. And have a good one. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.